Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Paul Lawrence Van. To all of you amazing members and fans of Wealth Academy Podcast, welcome. I hope that you're having a great day and it's day 16 for the National Financial Literacy Month series that I am hosting here all month. So uh, we're well over 50% into this 30-day series and I'm thankful that you're with me. Again, my name is Paul Lawrence Fan. I host Wealth Academy Podcast. And today what I'll be sharing with you are some of the things in financial literacy that we may find to be really just above the, the grain in terms of things that people should know about financial literacy. And so thanks for joining me again. And we're going to get started right now. So let's look at some statistics, uh, financial literacy statistics. And when it comes to financial literacy statistics for Americans, there are some truly spooky numbers. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to share five of these uh, statistics with you so as not to inundate you, but to help you to gain greater clarity about what they are. And perhaps you're experiencing it or you see someone that that is experiencing it and you can maybe help them along this journey. So if you're ready, I'm ready. So let's get started. And one of the things to consider, first things is that one in three Americans, they have delayed a major decision due to finances. And this is interesting because what it tells us is that people are being challenged. They initially were going to purchase, let's say, for example, a house or a car or they were going to go in for a personal loan. And now those rates have increased. The interest rates have increased due to the Federal Reserve Board recently uh, implementing the 0.25% interest rate hike. So uh, these are some of the reasons why uh, people are having to delay major decisions due to finances. And uh, one of the things to consider is uh, that money is important, but we don't want it to drive our lives. We want to live our lifestyle, and we also want to incorporate our money mindset in this process. So uh, financial independence is all about using money as a tool to engineer the life that you want. So you get to decide what you want your life to be like in relationships to money. And we know that, uh, as our mantra states, wealth is more than just money. So it's really all about having some happiness, some love in your life, joy, compassion, understanding, happiness, peace, and peace of mind, just to name a few as we look at our mind, body, and spirit. And so that's why it's uh, critical to start taking steps to improve your financial situation today. And if your financial situation is in good stead right now, congratulations. But for many people, it is not. And uh, it's not helping that uh, we have this uh, great uh, movement 
uh, of resignations where people left their jobs because they found out that during the pandemic, uh, there were other things that they want to do. And for many people, it's to live their passion. And a lot of people doing that, that pandemic were not living their passion. And so now they're doing that. And that also feeds into the financial literacy statistics that we're talking about. So uh, when we uh, look at Americans, they pay on average $577 in late fees, overdrafts, and fraud-related charges. So uh, what this lets us know is that people are uh, missing the payment, they're making late payments, they're uh, going to the bank account and they have an overdraft. And then there's some fraud involved with other people scamming uh, their debit card or their credit card. So uh, Americans are letting a lot of money slip through their fingers and then late fees and overdraft charges combined with costs that come with fraud total up to an average of nearly $600. Now you add that up, we're in a country of 330 million, that adds up to be a lot of money. And that, that doesn't mean that everyone is impacted by it, but even if you had a third of that, that's still uh, quite a bit of money that uh, is a result of late fees, overdrafts, and fraudulent uh, related charges. And one of the things um, we can look at is what would an extra $600 a year do for us? It can do a lot. I mean, you, you actually add it up, uh, you have uh, different uh, price of food, gas, uh, if you're looking at providing uh, some medical costs, everything counts nowadays. Literally everything counts. So uh, one of the things that we want to do is to learn how to get ahead of our debt and have a huge, it can have a huge financial ripple effect. And, our, and uh, one of the things that we want to talk about too is that 21% of Americans have no emergency savings. Now this is critical because no one knows when something's going to happen, especially during today's economy. Uh, it, it's the great unknown. We don't know how much greater inflation is going to be, but we do know that the Federal Reserve Board is going to increase the interest rates six more times this year. So there's six more adjustments that will be made in the effort to cut back on inflation because uh, the demand will drop for certain things and that will kind of get the economy to level out, if you will. So um, a study, a survey was taken and found that in 2020, 21% of American households have no money set aside for emergencies. And of course this can spell, spell disaster. And, uh, but building an emergency fund is, is not an easy task. It's something that we have to really focus on and something that we have to include in our spending plan and savings plan. And many people feel poured in different directions. Uh, so uh, one has to ask, do you pay, pay down debt first? Uh, do you start saving right away? And what about investing? So I'll pose these three questions to you again as it pertains to 21% uh, of Americans having no emergency savings. Uh, we can look at uh, do you pay down debt first? Do you start saving right away? And what about investing? So we have to keep these things into our consideration as we put together our financial plan. And uh, again, I think it's, it's very important that we are have a money mindset that controls the path in which we're going to take. So uh, we know it's nice to have a financial roadmap. So uh, what is your roadmap? Do you have one? Are you considering one? And uh, one of the things that uh, 
I will be sharing uh, with you is exactly what you can do uh, to help that roadmap. And I'll share that in the show notes. And it's the um, financial fitness course that I have. It's virtual and uh, digital, so you can immediately download it. And during the month of April, I have a 50% discount on it uh, because I want to help as many people as possible become financially free. So let's move move on. Uh, four out of five parents wish they had learned more about money as a kid. Here, I'm here. I wish I had learned a lot more too. However, now uh, that I've been in the business and finance world for 30 years, I know a lot more about it now. So uh, when parents were surveyed, the vast majority were clearly uh, were very clear about one thing. They wish they had known more about finance when they were younger. And that's why it's important that financial literacy is offered in uh, K through 12 as well as college, uh, because a lot of families are not having that money talk where they're talking about money. And the reason why is because a lot of parents, they don't want to talk to their children about money. And uh, I think that that needs to change. And um, one of the things to consider as well uh, is that um, that a cliche about hindsight being 2020, rather than spend time fretting over what you wish you had learned sooner, commit to learning even more about money now and take your, your children along for the ride. And uh, maybe you can, uh, some of the things you can do is read books and together and discuss ways that money work. Um, and also the need, sharing, and giving influence, the, the characters. Uh, this works for TV shows and movies too, or perhaps you have your, your uh, child's grocery shop and meal prep with you. Uh, money influences nearly every aspect of our lives. So taking this time to talk about it can make for a great teachable moment. And uh, I think that's it's very important. Let's say if you're going shopping, um, let's say to a department store or to a grocery store or even looking at a new vehicle, if you take your child along and let them observe uh, the conversations that you have with the sales representatives, and that's also a great way to learn. And then the use of a credit card or the use of cash. There are a lot of different ways to uh, teach children. But as I said before, 59% of parents are uncomfortable talking to kids about money. And uh, they admit it, they don't always feel confident having money conversations with kids. Uh, pushing for financial literacy curriculum and conversation in schools can help. Now, for me, uh, I work with the uh, former governor of Maryland and uh, also with the Maryland Financial Literacy um, Organization. And we talked to members of the Maryland State Legislature and we talked to them about including financial literacy as an as a um, elective in high school. And uh, that has been granted. And now we're moving the K through 12, but it's needed. And the sooner uh, a child learns financial literacy, the better. And uh, because there's so much technology now that it um, doesn't make sense not to learn it. And so we want uh, children to learn it at an early age as possible. And the reason why is because they are our future. And if we are to um, do anything, uh, it is for us to really uh, add different uh, modes of uh, learning, especially with financial literacy. It's something that we need to do. So uh, this is uh, primarily uh, what I wanted to share today. 
And uh, one of the last things is to uh, talk to you about uh, what are you doing and uh, with your money and are you having conversation with your family or your significant other? So it's very important uh, to, to do that and to do it often. So uh, one of the things uh, that I really enjoyed about today's uh, conversation is that uh, people got a chance to look at some of the statistics um, that offset how a person leads uh, their money and manage their money. And uh, being a leader of a house uh, is very important that conversations take place between all family members. And so uh, one of the things I'm doing uh, is uh, just trying to help people as much as I can because it makes a tremendous, tremendous difference uh, in, in how they uh, work with their children. So um, I'll, what I'll do is um, I'll go over everything that I covered today just briefly, and uh, that will help out quite a bit. And as you can see from the banner I have here, um, you know, today's topic is all about financial literacy statistics. And I also talk about my virtual financial fitness course, and I have that posted here as well as I, I will have it in my show notes as well. So, um, so here's some closing thoughts uh, that I want to provide for you is that uh, money can be difficult, especially during these this inflationary cycle. And uh, there's math and there's also the emotions and the psychology of it. Uh, that's why the... Um, the mission is to promote financial literacy and financial independence to schools, families, and adults. And uh, just going over a cursory review is um, for you is that um, uh, one, one of the things is uh, American, one in three Americans are delaying a major decision due to finances. Americans pay an average of $577 in late fees, overdrafts, and fraud related charges. 21% of Americans have no emergency savings. Four out of five parents wish they learned more about money as a kid. And 59% of parents are uncomfortable talking to their kids about money. How can you be? <laughs> because when, uh, it's time to, for your child to attend college, a lot of these things will, will come back and they, they will present themselves uh, at the most crucial time. And that crucial time is when the child uh, wants to uh, go on and further their education in the post-secondary uh, aspect. So uh, day 16, I discussed the importance of the financial literacy statistics and more needs to be done uh, at all levels, not only with uh, the parents, but with the children, communities, and the uh, local government, state and federal government all united under one umbrella to make a difference for the, the um, leaders of tomorrow, which is actually the leaders of today. So this takes care of episode 223. And um, come back and join me tomorrow for day 17. Have a great day. And my name again is Paul Lawrence Van. Thank you for supporting Wealth Academy Thanks for Podcast. listening to Have Wealth Academy day. Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
to get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching in addition to resources associated with this podcast. Email Paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.